What are some tips for cash roofing cash flow tips? Getting a line of credit, um, especially before you need it, have it already set up. The more services you add, the more things you're managing, and the less you get good at the things that you're originally setting out to do. So supplier terms, Ben, yes. why is supplier terms something that will help their cash flow? What you guys just talked about outflows as far as inflows. Obviously, you want to raise your revenue but then it's equally as important to know what's going out. Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads, and today I have Ben Flake from Inc. Payments on. How are you doing, good sir? I'm good, man. How you been? I've been really good. We are talking about six tips for cash flow in your roofing business, and yeah, we did cheat and get some of them from Ben Morrow of Roof Tiger, and he's right here in the background listening, so we might have to reference them at some point, but <laughs> From your perspective, real briefly, what does Ink Payments do? And we're gonna we're gonna keep the commercial till the very end, but just a quick understanding of where you're coming from. So Ink is a payments platform that allows you to get paid faster and turn those checks faster, so that way um, you can get the jobs built um, and get the the money in and out of the mortgage company. Awesome. And what is your background, just so people can understand where you're coming from? Um, so I started doing uh, property and casualty insurance a few years back. Um, that led into I'm doing some of the actual contracting work. I'm doing insurance claim restoration mostly. Um, and then that led me here to ink payments. So I've uh, got a pretty good handle on uh, how this process works, you know, for the homeowner, for the roofing contractor, um, and how their policy was set up on the front end. So it's nice to be able to bring it all together and really actually do work that matters. Awesome. And so the reason that we went with this topic is because ink helps with this as well, obviously, uh, cash flow. But uh, what are some tips? for cash, roofing cash flow tips, as somebody is dealing with this now. Yep. Um, I would say uh, getting a line of credit, um, especially before you need it, have it already set up. Um, that would be one of the things um, that I would recommend. Um, you could also do things like diversifying your services, um, adding a repair program. Um, those mm. things are usually very profitable. Yeah, and I, like we always talk about it in relation to the recession. So I think we're in one, officially. I think like everyone <laughs> knows now. Yeah. Something. It was something. I don't know. Something to do with uh, inflation. I don't think we quite hit hyperinflation. It de it definitely is affecting different markets differently, right? There's a, there's. I go to roofing company over here, and it's they're thriving. And regardless, I go to another roofing company, and you can feel it. You can feel like yeah. the like the homeowner apprehension to purchase is going up like significantly, definitely. and it hurts. And there's also been like big deals with finance, like financing has been harder to offer. Right, definitely. And, and so you guys aren't a traditional, like, I, I, like how much do you know about the financing side of stuff? Um, you know, I don't have a degree in finance. Yeah. Um, that's, not, that's not my thing. Um, but one thing that we are doing is we are taking the funds that are already in that check, ones that are already approved, right, yeah. by, the, by the insurance company, um, and then getting those funds to the people that need to rebuild the roof yeah. and get them to the homeowner faster and with less headaches. You know, that's yeah. another big thing is See, the headache okay. it takes. Because before I, you know, we, we were chatting, um, I didn't, I couldn't understand what ink payments did. Right. And so I'm still trying to fully understand it. It's kind of yeah. a nuanced subject. There's so many services that kind of help with money stuff. Financing, obviously, to be able to finance your customers, that helps their cash flow. And you can do that with, you know, ins insurance, uh, like the bigger job than insurance wanted to pay for, or obviously the obvious application is retail, but then just gets harder and harder in times like these to offer that to everybody. 
And that's, right. that's, so that's a really hard one because I feel like a lot of people's pitch is dependent on that. Yeah, they're hoping that the homeowner has good credit. They're hoping that their finance company is going to honor you know, the first um, initial you know, soft credit poll, that that's actually going to go through and they don't actually come back and have, oh, these are the new terms. I've, I've, I've sat there at the kitchen table and had awkward, oh, well, you weren't approved and now, you know, so now what are we going to do? Um, and like it, the deal goes away a good yeah. chunk of the time, right? right? Like if you don't have that. Yep, yep. Or all of a sudden they're not getting, you know, the, they're not upgrading to the impact resistant shingles. Mm -hmm. um, they're not going to uh, add five inch gutters. They're going to keep the fours, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so those kind of upsells and those highly profitable things that you can add in and kind of upsell on um, don't exist then because they don't, they're not approved for it. So uh, all this stuff with sales and upsells and all like really, the real fix to the cash flow is just make more money. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like sell harder. Yeah. Go really, really hard on sales. But you know, we inevitably, when we talk about cash flow, end up talking about the ways to save money and to just like smooth out the giant ups and downs of business. And we we're exactly. talking about. Um, it's the I income and it's, it's, yeah. it's the outgo as well. It's not yeah. just the income; it's the outgo. It's what are you spending on stuff? Yeah. How how efficient are you um, in processing? You know the insurance claims that you're doing, or the jobs that you're doing. How much time are you spending? Do you have three consultants? Or... Right, exactly. Yep. Exactly. How many consultants do you need? <laughs> um, there's, you know, things like gutters and Christmas lights and stuff like that in the winter. And we think about it up in the north in the winter. I'm not. Yeah, Ben's like shaking his head. No, don't do it. It's such. A, it's like kind of bringing a knife to a gunfight when you're talking when you're talking about cash flow, but. The point is, is you're trying to take those lows in business, let's say in the middle of the winter and try to bring them up a little bit, whatever those, whatever that happens to be. But I, I'm guessing Ben feels this way and feel free to chime in. Um, but like, I mostly want to increase the highs. I don't want to sit there pursuing a phantom of like, you know, let's add this service because the more services you add, the more things you're managing and the less you get good at the things that you're originally setting out to do business. Um, as, but diversifying services can be a way to bring up those lows. And certainly some people will find it necessary to figure out a way to do that. Uh, three, don't take too large of jobs. Correct. And uh, you, yep. you mentioned, we were talking about that on a commercial. Who was it? Paul, was it Paul Reed? Paul Reed, yeah. In particular, who is talking yeah. about this, like, there's like certain you, sizes of jobs that some people should Yeah, take. well, he's right. I mean, you, yeah. if you screw up, you know, uh, a 30 square roof and it's shingles, right? Uh, that's yeah. a certain number, right? And you can swallow that. But uh, if you have, you know, 140 squares um, or, or 200 squares um, or multiple buildings or it's multifamily, right? Um, now you've got a lot bigger problem. What's it going to take for you to, to make that right again? You know, that's something to think about. You know, you... you a lot of the salesmen you should have that they, amount in the bank or something. Something as a backup credit, yeah. because they, you see the commission at the end or you see the profit margin at the yeah. end. But is can you get the pro, can you get the transaction all the way to there is the problem. And the you know more I mean? off from your normal services that it is, the more that that number that profit margin isn't real yet. Right. Like what I've execute. seen, with, you know, I've been bringing people on randomly that have gone through bankruptcy, and like what a lot of times what it is is they were doing new types of jobs. They weren't even that large. It was like metal or you know F wave or whatever it happens to be, and they don't know that process yet. Yeah, there's like it's five like, you know five areas neighborhoods where there's tile, and they're like, well, yeah. I can just do tile. You know, people yeah. in the south do tile all the time. How hard could it be? Well, if you don't know what you're doing, it could be very hard. <laughs> Tile's a different beast, apparently. Like, yeah, man, that is. 
I heard like literally they have like they'll just have a reset job. Do you know anything about this? Oh like, yeah, yeah. So it's such a weird thing. You don't even get a new roof. Yeah. All they do is pull off all the existing tile. They put down what is that new under basically it's basically felt paper and battens that the you know I spent some time in Arizona doing it. And it's like um, and it's, it's like twenty thousand yeah. dollars to like take off take off the tile and put on the tile. Yeah. So the like, analogy is you know you basically would take off the asphalt shingles, replace the underlayment, and then put the shingles right back on again. That's exactly what dude, you're that's doing. That's so weird. Um, I mean, I realize that that's a lot of people's real business, but yeah, it just would be very unsatisfying as a homeowner. Yeah, it's like obviously I'm not saying cool. don't do that. <laughs> you have to do that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying that's a weird thing that we don't know right. about up here. Right. So if you and there is, but there is neighborhoods, right? Yeah. In the north that have tile roofs, mm -hmm. right? And so if that's not your thing, but you're like, oh man, what what could be the big deal, right? Well, yeah. you start breaking a bunch of tiles because you realize, you know, you don't know that you can't walk on, um, you know, the double laid yeah. tiles um, or how to how to inspect them properly and stuff. Um, you could be in a world of hurt. You know, it's just a, a real aspect of it. Yep. Or you just bit it wrong from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. So then we, number four, and this one's coming straight from Ben Morrow. It's off to the side over here. Feel free to join <laughs> in at any time. I'm not going to make him actually be part of this podcast, but contract terms. You know what? We need you for this, Ben, because I actually need to know what specific contract terms you take. Oh, yeah. Oh. The contract terms they use to you guys. So. Oh, really? All right, well, then yeah. I'm going to have to come up with what that means. Yeah, I think. Yeah, contract terms. Yeah. Okay, you talk about yeah. it. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of contractors who will, you know, build the job, right, um, yeah. up front, you know, and, and I don't need anything till the end, right? Um, but how many times do you do yeah. that? And you then take that as like a point of pride, like yeah. some point of pride that you have. I mean, I was just out. on in, in a Facebook group the other day and, and the guy, the lady said, hey, you know, this contractor ran off with my $600 deposit. First comment was, uh, you weren't working with a legit contractor. That was your first mistake. And I'm like, you know, replied back. So what do you say to all the contractors that build a complete job and then never get paid? Right. And so there's some kind of a balance. There's a balance there. Right. I mean, and whether it's half down and then half done um, at the end, maybe it's a, I've seen even a quarter, right? A quarter at the contract signing, a quarter when materials are dropped, a quarter the day that they're actually, you know, doing the labor and then a quarter upon you know cleanup and everything. And so however it yeah. works, right? But just some type of middle ground so that way everybody's kind of protected in the transaction. 100%. It's like ideally when the value is provided, the money is given. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's funny, we, you know, we take something as a point of pride and then later on we realize we shouldn't have let that. Like, we, we, you, like sometimes we're just naive beginning business owners and yep. we're like well oh, guess what i'm doing it right doing the then right you realize thing later it's like that's why they all do it like that Oops. <laughs> yeah yeah you have a couple yeah. you know uh you, you you know and i've done this too uh you get you know you turn around an entire insurance claim mm -hmm. for the people and then all of a sudden they forgot all about you you know public adjusters go through this all the time right mm -hmm. uh, they turn the claim from a repair all the way to a complete rehab uh the homeowner gets the check and then poof they don't even know who a public adjuster is. I've never, I've never heard of that public adjusting firm or property attorney, right? Huh. And they forget all that work that they put into it, and just because there's a fee now. That's you like know? one of the saddest things. It is very. Sad. Feels like as a roofer, like you see somebody talking about that just happening, and their eyes just go down, and it's sad. Definitely sad face, yeah. But there's got to be a, there's got to be a better way. Yeah, there's um, middle ground. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, it's just gotta, you gotta protect everybody. Think about when you buy anything else, right? Yeah. Anything else but contracted work. How do you buy it? What do you, you know, uh, a car, you put, a, you know, you order a car, you put so much down, uh, Chevrolet builds it, then they send it to you, then you come back and do the financing or whatever, you know, just 
equate it, make an analogy to another type of product that you buy and what do you expect as the person purchasing it and what do you expect as the person selling it and what, you know, how that relationship works. It's the same thing with shingles and labor and all that stuff. Happy medium, if there is one. If you can it's find just, one. You it know. just calls the mind like, this is a real piece of work. Like, to negotiate or enable the homeowner to make the best possible, like, move with their insurance company, that's work. It, we're, right. Like, it's weird, as roofers, you're doing it for free. It's just yeah. an odd thing. Right. And it's like technically not paid for. Yeah. So that's why it's that's why there's like confusion, I think, within the the insurance company and it's like, we believe we should be paid for more. Well, where's my hourly rate for negotiating or helping this homeowner get what they deserve when you guys are weird about paying out things? You know, because yeah. I mean? like, it's not no work for the contractor, but there's no line item for that. Well, and then you get the back and forth with, you know, you know, how much can a contractor say and do before they cross lines where they're not licensed to be a yeah. public adjuster? And, you know, all the stuff that everybody sees, you know, on the back and forth of that. You know, how much advice can you give and, or, or you know, can you give the knowledge to your homeowner to then empower them? Because everybody knows everybody's a customer in some type of, you know, transaction. The customer's voice speaks loudest. It carries the yeah. most weight, right? Yeah. And so I agree with some people that that, but I also agree that, you know, a lot of homeowners they don't know what they purchased in their home insurance policy because every year they call and they say, hey, yeah, Bill State Farm, uh, hey, I want, a, I want a lower price and I want a lower price and I want a lower price. Well, eventually you get down to the point where, you know, they're going in there and they're like switching deductibles or they're like, all they're doing is focusing on how do we get this number lower? So, all right, let's change your wind and hail deductible from $1,000 to 2%. And then the riffer, the poor riffer shows up and says, hey, hey sorry, uh, you don't have code coverage, your wind... Your wind and hail deductible is 2% of your reconstruction cost, which is a quarter million, so now you have a $5,000 deductible. And they're angry at you. And you're just the one notifying them that basically, you bought a bad policy. Yeah. Um, and then, so I always used to combat that with, hey, who's your home, who sells your home insurance? And it's either like, oh, hey, it's, it's uh, my buddy Bill from high school or something, right? You need to have a conversation about what your coverages mean, but people need to understand, just like they do with their healthcare benefits every year with their employer, right? They look and see, hey, do I need... Um, these type of coverage. Do I need medical? Do He's I need dental? Because I never look at that either. Everybody, so. yeah. But nobody knows <laughs> yeah. what their home. Nobody knows what any of insurance means until they have a claim. And I didn't either. And that was before I sold any policies. Um, you know, if they'd have told me that water backup coverage was twenty dollars a year, it would have completely changed. Let's let's pop me buying in it. here. For yeah, number, no, perfect. Number five here. Yeah. I'm just gonna like swap this over here. Hey, we got Ben <laughs> uh, featuring Ben Morrow from Roof Tiger. Can ben and Ben. That? Yeah. Double bends. Double bends. We got the bends. Uh, so supplier terms, Ben. Yes. Why is supplier terms something that will help their cash flow? What you, do you What do you do? In you guys' first segment, you guys just talked about outflows as far as inflows. Obviously, you want to raise your revenue, but then it's equally as important to know what's going out. In the very beginning, you're paying your supplier a ton of money quickly. It's like 30-day terms. You have to pay them back within 30 days. Now we've negotiated 60-day terms. I get an extra 30 days by paying with credit card. So we really have 90 days from the start of the sale to actually pay the pay the materials. So that gives you 90 days. And to you don't get that. Payment. You don't get that right at the beginning when you first. Usually start. not, because you haven't built Unless up. Unless you got crazy connections. Yes. I've heard some weird, crazy, like because they can give you insane terms. Great terms. If you're huge, right? Like yeah. they will give you better and better terms as as you as you grow. Yes. So in the beginning we were 30 days. Now we're 60, and we have that credit card transaction. So we're. We're pushing out materials 90 days from the date of transaction, which gives us 90 days to collect money. So even if things take 45, 50, 60, 70 days, we're still good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
super important. Early roofers, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes we make is, is, uh, is not having enough time. And you can like negotiate by saying we'll leave? <laughs> I suppose. Uh, I'm it, just saying, like, how do you, like, if they don't want to give you terms, can you, do you have any recourse to try to get that better? This is my thing, is that we're dealing with multi, multi-million dollar companies that have a ton of cash. And so they don't necessarily need my small portion considering their massive revenue. Yeah. So I try to leverage as much as possible. Hey, my brand is, is, is positioned in a way to say, you want my business, therefore you will give us these terms. You know what's funny? That's the only reason why I think people should be all up in the roofing industry when they're a roofer. Because hmm. I think it gives you better terms with every single one of your vendors. Brand equity. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I feel like the fact that you're speaking at roofing roof process, the mm -hmm. fact that you do content occasionally for the roofing and solar group or wherever yeah. you, you're posting on the internet that's a little... You're mostly focused on homeowners, but you do every once in a while. Yeah. I think that that gives you some equity to then say, treat me well, I'll talk about it. Yeah. Because I think that's a really good move is to treat people well, like to, to understand when you treat people well, you get a little bit more leverage to like, and to say like, I'm the, I'm the type of roofer that will talk about it to other roofers. If, do you like your supplier? Yes. Do you want to mention who they are? We have ABC Supply, shout out, um, Lauren Hasselgraves, our GM at our local store. Yeah. Extremely good relationship. Uh, in the beginning, it was not so good, and we actually threatened to leave a couple times um, because so of some issues. We did, <laughs> but we did do this yeah. because um, we had leverage at that point. We were yeah. ordering a bunch of materials, and so. But then they came to the table and said, "We're going to give you this much more." But then since then, our relationship has developed into ABC is just like our strongest partner. Mm. Uh, so I'm sure you have the same thing on your side with software and with with other companies you work with. Yeah, and it also supplier. just like what like scale too, right? Like yes. Once we start that, like for instance, hosting or whatever, we got. 70 sites for hosting, we should yes. be able to get a better deal. You got that, it. Yeah, that type of thing. You got it. But I think being out front with your brand, yeah. so many people, I think, talk about branding from a, uh, not to shift subjects, but branding from a perspective of sales, branding and helping recruit uh, labor and helping connect with other, uh, you know, ink payments or whatever other company you're trying to partner with is a big deal. Does your company want to build your brand and get more jobs in the neighborhoods you're currently working in? The Brick by Brick playbook allows you to establish your brand, your reputation, and gain trust in any neighborhood in your service area with a series of four postcards sent once a week to the neighbors of your current jobs. If you want to get more work in the neighborhoods you're currently working in, Get with the team at Dope Marketing and get your brick-by-brick brick playbook set up today. The larger and more successful your brand is, the better that partnership's going to have with better terms. All right, watch the next podcast yeah. if, if you want to hear more from Ben. Can yep, I grab yep, that sorry. <laughs> He's not kidding, folks. <laughs> he believes in his brand that much. <laughs> so, all right, we got, we got contract terms, we got supplier terms, and all that, you know, there's a lot more in there with marketing. So obviously that's something that we talk about a lot, a lot on this podcast. I believe increasing sales, increasing the amount of business you're doing is very helpful for cash flow. But um, lastly, we got number six, multi-payment, multi-party payment solutions. So what you guys are doing, turning checks faster, making yep. that process easier at least. Yep. Um, can you talk about how that helps roofers with cash flow? Yeah, I mean, I would talk about just the beginning, um, just ink pay, right? Um, InkPay is a free service. It's basically a digital bank account that you can use. Um, and it's not always about the income, right? But it's the outgo. It's what are your expenses, right? Uh, what's your gas worth? Uh, what's your time worth? Everybody, you ask anybody what their time is worth. 
it's invaluable, right? You can't even put a number on it. Uh, but your time is worth something when you have to go from job to job and pick up those checks, right? And then you bring it to the office, um, and then the admin takes them to the bank, and then finally that loop is closed from the point of them writing the check, the homeowner, to depositing the funds in and the I was roofing. asking why you couldn't just do yeah. like the Wells Fargo, take a photo of the check thing, but that, Basically but that the, doesn't solve the going to pick up from the Yeah, the amounts, and it, does, it doesn't solve that either. Yep, and, yep. and you said there's like a lot of times there's like a, a max. There's limits. So the banking industry doesn't really understand how contractors work. You know, if you go in and ask for a $300,000 loan, it's going to be like, you know, 30, 45 days, right? Um, and then that pinch that you had in cash flow is already gone, right? I mean, it's already, you've already, That's why you you've already figured it out yeah. in another, you've already hit one of these other ones, right? That's why and you so, want to get the credit, uh, yep. The line of credit before you need it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like that's a weird one, and it took me a while to find a bank that would give me like, but I, but it cleans stuff up. But right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so like InkPay, right? Um, so instead of going and organizing with your homeowner and say, hey, Friday at two, I'll be there. Um, you plot out your day and figure out, all right, I got to go pick up these checks. I got to drop them back to the office. Um, then they're going to take those checks in, right? Uh, instead, the homeowner they just write out a personal check, right? Uh, they text you a picture of the front and back of that check, right? Uh, you upload it um, into the Inks platform, um, put yourself as the stakeholder, right? Uh, that you're receiving all the funds from that check. Then that piece of paper is turned into a digital payment, just like everybody uses PayPal, Venmo, all those services like that, right? Uh, they get an email, the homeowner gets an email. They DocuSign, say, yes, I agree. Uh, Tim's getting this money uh, for his company for these services, right? Uh, I sign off, you sign off as the business owner, right? Yes, we receive these funds. Boom, the money's ACH'd into your bank account. So nobody had to organize with the homeowner when we were gonna pick up this check. Nobody had to go pick up the check. Uh, then no admin at the roofing company had to go take that check to the bank to then complete the circle, right? Um, instead, we just used a couple pictures, a couple minutes on the ink site um, and DocuSign and boom, that money's ACH'd in our account. So now we saved all of our time and we saved the gas money, which is huge, right? Um, I and what so, what kind of questions a, a yeah. roofer might have about this service? Can you? Yeah. What, what questions? Yeah. yeah. What is the biggest reason why people don't sign up with ink payments? What's your biggest hesitation that you see coming from the industry? Um, just kind of the complexity of it. Kind of the same thing with the mortgage banks is this is the way we've always done it. We know this way. It's it's the safe way that you know, we get it. Um, I think there's just anything new tech, right? I mean, imagine, you know, the first guys that have, they were so used to using a tape measure, right? I can, I can sketch a roof, I can use a tape measure, I can tell you exactly how many squares it is, right? Well, then the first guy that comes up with Eagle View, right? Or a digital solution like that. Um, using a paper check is going to eventually be very soon, especially because of ink, is going to be that tape measure. It's gonna be antiquated, it's gonna be no longer used, everything else, I mean, the last concert you went to, right? You had a digital, ticket, right? It's safe, it's transferable, you never leave your tickets at home unless you leave your phone at home. Um, so just really meshing the term, you know, meshing the processes from what you're used to doing to what, how Inc. can help you automate it and save the time. I was just at a, a roofer this morning uh, here in Minneapolis and that was, you know, the questions that we got. Um, but by the end of the, you know, couple hours we had it all figured out. They have their SOPs, um, they know how to do it, and so they're going to start doing everything more efficiently and then controlling that outgo, right? Controlling that gas money, controlling that time. Um, that you don't have to spend now just chasing a piece of paper that has thousands of dollars tied to it, you know? Can I, yeah, can I? Is it a percentage of, of the check or is it a flat fee per check? Yeah! 
Top rep. We're doing top rep. Then. It's great training. So you got to have that defined sales process. Check Tokyo specifically. I don't understand how people make it with a defined sales process as an established company. But just starting out, you definitely need to have that because they need to know, like, and trust you through the whole process mm -hmm. to, in order to give you money. So, so the great part with Inc. Pay, what I just described, it's absolutely free. So we do have a $2.99 sign-up fee uh, just to get Inc. verified, just so you get underwritten uh, by a banking level underwriting with us, uh, just to verify your business, right? Verify your credit score, things like that, just to make sure if we're going to loan you money or anything like that down the road with advanced funding, um, that that's all you know good. Uh, but other a legit business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a crazy, huh? I'm out. <laughs> Grab the kids. We're out of here. Um, but yeah, you know, so, so the $2.99 sign-up fee, right? Um, then Inc. Pay is, is free to process, and that's as much as you want to process, right? Um, now, when we get into the other part where we have... And I mean, really, the, the objection ends yeah. up being around the processing. There's, not, there's a percentage. So that's when... So Inc. Pay is no mortgage company on the check. Yeah. Any check with no more... And, and it works both ways, right? So let's say you want... It's not designed to be payroll, right? But it is designed where if you want to pay another entity, if you want to pay a sub, if you want to pay somebody else, you could hand write out a check. You could print a check in your office instead of mailing it and the cost and waiting that goes with that. Take a picture of it, add your other person as a stakeholder. Boom, you just do the opposite process that I just described. Sign off on it, money's ACH. So that, that is completely free. Like I said, $2.99 sign-up fee um, just to get verified with anything, us. Anything else on objections or like just clarity? But then we can, we can go to the next part. We can go to the next part, which is yeah. with, with mortgage companies, that's where the fees come in. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also extra services that we're providing. So basically, to, to get the check signed by the mortgage company and then return back to the contractor, there's right. a fee involved in that. Yep. So one percent. Yep. Okay, that's pretty reasonable. One percent of the yeah. check. Yep. Gotcha. And that's and that's locked though. So that's locked at $199. Yes or no? Will you negotiate 0.5 percent with me? No, just kidding. <laughs> right now, for being a good partner who will promote true, true, the heck out of you. True. True. Not my call, but I'll bring it up. No, How about yeah. that? How about that? Yeah. Probably. Will. <laughs> Yep. But uh, ultimately, like, I really appreciate talking through this stuff. I think cash yep. flow is a really crucial thing. We don't realize how, the time value of money. My, my guy at the, uh, uh, what is it, when they buy companies and stuff, those guys. Those uh, big finance. Venture, venture my finance capitalist. bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this finance bro that I'm VC. friends with. Yeah, VC. Except, he, yeah, it's like, oh, God. It's going to be loud. Edit this out. <laughs> um. No, it's not. What is, what is the other thing? I want to stop for a second. Not, uh, not VC, but the other one. The the guy, like, it's just like private, private equity. So, my buddy who's in private equity talks about the time value of money a lot, and it's like the ability to get money sooner is a big deal because then you can use that money to grow your business, right? It's like the sooner you can get the money. Yep the more you can use all that money to do other things. So it's like, yes. To make, make you more money. Yeah, so even if it's 1% or yeah. whatever percentage is, like everything you can do to get it up. That's why digital payments, it seems like a basic one, but being able to take digital payments of all types, like you really want to increase the amount of inflows, the amount of ability. That's why like it's, you know, whatever it is, like QuickBooks, Yep. processing like you just need to take the hit leveraging technology yeah. to you know get that money faster and, yeah. I, and I would say too to add it on top um, you know with the supplier terms right um, one of the things we offer too is ink advanced funding right yeah. 
Um, so for those that are approved, um, we will advance you funds as soon as that check is scanned by the FedEx uh, label, um, and that ch check we know is going to the mortgage company, uh, we will advance you funds, and there's two options, 1.95%, uh, and that's for 30 days. Uh, a lot of times we can get those checks in and out of the mortgage company with less headache and in that amount of time. We also have a 3.95 option, and that is unlimited time, basically. So accounts for checks being lost in the mail, accounts for um, you know, other things that are unforeseen. Um, and so when you, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong with the supplier terms, um, I believe it's maybe a year, it's a six months, you put in some time, you pay on time with your supplier, they're gonna actually going to give you a discount on their, on their pricing, right? Um, so if you can, if you take advanced funding with Inc., you fund that job right away, right? And it's 1.95%. Ah. But you've done that now for a whole year and you've paid up. Now your supplier's cutting a percentage off. Inc. was 0.95 for you to process and get those funds sooner, get the jobs built, um, and then just pay Inc. back, just like a regular loan. So there's definitely some advantages to that as far as keeping the flow going. Um, Where's Inc. going? You got, uh, you guys are, it feels new. It is, yeah, yeah. Where's it going? How, how's yeah, like, I, I was employee, I think, 45. Um, we just have employee 80 uh, joining us. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, we're, we're going, we're obviously, we started, you know, solving the problem. Um, our two founders, Ken Lawler and Ryan Holiday, um, they were a contractor and a PA, and they kept meeting and having this problem, right? And they're like, let's find a service. There's got to be a better way. Nothing existed. Um, so they bootstrapped it all the way to this point. Um, now we've got a, a web app. Um, now we've got is you know a team. Is it still A little bit, a little bit here and there. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I mean like, is did they they get a bunch of like uh, investors? Yeah, yep. Right. We just did we just did another round. Okay. Yep. Um, so we're going to be doing some pretty cool things in the development uh, part. Mm -hmm. um, the dev team is excited to have um, some more people on it to uh, to give our list of requests because um, yeah. we constantly are taking feedback on. Yeah how we can improve the process and stuff. But, I think uh, it's nice to know as like a person using a particular service that they're growing. Yeah. I plan on being around. Sometimes yep. when it's a super small one that's just starting out, it's like, it's a little risky putting a whole process around this. Well, and it's, and it's a process around the money too, right? And so we're not just, we're not a technology company that's, hey, here's measurements. If the measurements go bad, all right, well, I'll just get another company that does measurements, right? Oh, no, no. We're talking the money, right? So. Uh, people get, you know, uh, bent out of shape and frazzled or really, really excited because it's going really smooth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I think we, you know, we definitely have the potential to um, get into contracting areas where they're not revolving around um, insurance claims, um, where uh, we'll have the ink wallet, uh, where it'll be more of a peer to peer feeling, right? Where you can load money into your ink wallet and, and send it to whoever you want to, much like a PayPal, a Venmo, a Cash App. So um, I think there's a, you know, a lot of verticals that we'll be into. And so, um, ink payments, ironically, is going to be eliminating the ink. Um, that's kind of our one big focus and goal is getting rid of the paper check. Um, because what, it, where do people go to check it out if they want to get an intro call or whatever? Yeah, ink.com. Yeah. Um, you can... I-I-N-K. Uh, I-I-N-K. I-I-N-K. It'll auto-correct you to link. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but ink.com um, is where you can check it out. Anything else you want to uh, talk about at the very end here? Not really. All right, well, it's hookagency.com. Yeah. I like to keep mine to just tight 30 minutes, just so it's truck time. You know, that's <laughs> what we're trying to do. We're trying to give you a truck time podcast. I feel like it forces us to be more efficient, but it also tries, to, we're trying to make it We're all more. about efficiency. Save yes. time, get paid, baby. And time is money, baby. And what is it? Cut out, how can we say this quick? Ink, you, it cuts out 
time on getting paid. Yeah, you That's save basically. time and then yeah. get paid faster. Yeah. All right, well, let's do that. Thank you, everyone, for watching. It's uh, hookagency.com, hook agency all over social, except for TikTok. It's hook agency MPLS. Ugh. Ugh, gross. But what is your guys' you, socials? Uh, all ink payments. All right. Yep. See you guys.